Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot. You also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, let's jump into it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Rick Mulready here. Welcome back to the Art of Paid Traffic podcast. How's it going, my friends? Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. This is episode number 97, and today we're going to geek out a bit on a bit of a more advanced topic, and that is Google Tag Manager. Now, if you don't know what Google Tag Manager is, sit tight. We will be diving into it today and talking all about it. And joining me to share how he uses Google Tag Manager in his business is my good friend Deacon Bradley from FunnelOwl.com. Deacon specializes in helping entrepreneurs create systems in their business that bring in leads and sales. He's also a super smart dude when it comes to Facebook ads, and he's one of the very few people who I'm willing to refer other people to for Facebook ads. And today we're going to be talking about what Google Tag Manager is, what the benefits are, who might want to be using Google Tag Manager, things that you need to be looking out for when starting with Google Tag Manager. We'll get into the nitty gritty a bit about how to use Google Tag Manager triggers and a whole lot more today. You can see we're going to geek out a little bit on this. Um, uh, on this. It's a little bit of a more advanced topic. But if you are just starting out, not to worry. Maybe if you're not necessarily needing Google Tag Manager at this point, this is going to be a really helpful episode for you because you'll know you know, sort of what's down the road for you, what what type of free resources are available to make things easier for you when you are ready for something like Google Tag Manager. Before we get into it, though, two quick things for you. Since this is episode 97, we've got episode number 100 coming up, which I'm super pumped about celebrating with you all. I'm going to be giving away a free 100-minute strategy session with me to celebrate our 100th episode where we can dissect your sales funnels, launch strategy, Facebook ads, creating automated systems, whatever that you'd like to talk about during that 100-minute session. 
we can dive into it. And during episode number 100, I'll let you know how you can enter to win that 100-minute session with me. So be on the lookout for that. A couple more episodes before we get there. Also, I want to give you a heads up that I am on Snapchat now, and I'm actually loving it. I'm super addicted to it. People have been telling me for a while now, they want to see more behind the scenes of me. And I think Snapchat is a great way to deliver that. And actually, as I'm saying this right now, I just whipped out the phone. And let's take a little picture here of um, snapping. There we go. I just did it. It doesn't translate really well to audio. But I give tips, strategies, behind the scenes, my thoughts on what I'm seeing, what's working and not working with online marketing, paid traffic, automating and growing your business. And of course, a lot about Facebook ads, a ton of value for you on Snapchat. And of course, like I mentioned, behind the scenes of Rick Mulready, Inc. I'd love for you to come over and follow me on Snapchat if you're on Snapchat. My username is Rick Mulready. One of the pieces of feedback that I've been getting from people is that I do respond to, if you if you uh, send me a message there on Snapchat, I'm gonna get right back to you. So, well, it might not be immediate, but I will get back to you. So, all right, without further ado, let's go talk some Google Tag Manager with Deacon Bradley. Deacon, welcome to the Art of Pay Traffic. How's it going, man? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me, Rick. Absolutely. It's so good to have you on here, and especially because we're going to be talking about a pretty advanced topic here in Google Tag Manager. Not a lot of people, A, are going to, be, are going to know what Google Tag Manager is and why it's important. And we'll get into all that today. But even if people do know what it is, a lot of people aren't using it um, yet. And I know that you've been using it quite a bit and seen some really cool um, benefits to it, which is really why I want to have you on the show here to, to talk about it. But let's start with who you are and uh, what you're up to these days. Sure. Um, so like you said, my name's Deacon Bradley. I run a, uh, um, an, I guess, a paid traffic agency, and we focus 100% on Facebook right now. But I do have some clients where we get into some other types of things, which is where uh, Google Tag Manager comes in, things like YouTube ads, um, display ads, and things like that. But even some clients that I have that are just doing Facebook ads, I still see a lot of benefit from using something like Google Tag Manager to keep me sane. <laughs> are there any types of campaigns that you're running in your business that you kind of specialize in? Like, Do you kind of like working with one type of campaign over another when it comes to uh, working with clients? Not so much types of campaigns, but uh, the clients that I work with the most are in what I call the expert industry. Okay. Um, kind of that term kind of comes from like Brendan Burchard. I think he kind of coined that. But like you, you're you're in the expert industry, Rick. You're selling um, like knowledge, online products, things like that. Okay. Teaching things. Um, most of the podcasts you listen to are are guys in the expert industry. But so there's lots of webinars, lots of um, like lead magnet type stuff, and lots of people with membership sites or selling courses or things like that are all kind of my bread and butter. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I, w- I might want to circle back to that um, after we chat about Google Tag Manager, but let's start with Google Tag Manager. Let's share share with uh, share with their audience here what what exactly it is and why do we even need Google Tag Manager or, or do we need Google Tag Manager? Sure. So Google Tag Manager, um, in short, I'm, I'm sure people listening to this podcast are familiar with like the Facebook pixel. This is the pixel that you want to put on all your pages on your site and stuff like that. Um, Google Tag Manager just takes tags like that. So the Facebook pixel would be considered a tag. And Google Tag Manager helps you manage 
all of these different tags that you kind of collect along the way. So um, Google has tags um, for AdWords. They have tags, tags for AdWords remarketing. Facebook has tags. Twitter has tags. There's lots of them. And when you start <laughs> trying to put these on a, on a page, you're like, oh, I made the page. Now I got to go dig up five different tags and make sure they're all correct. Right. Google Tag Manager helps you solve that problem. Gotcha. Okay, so does it sit in a in your website somewhere, or where does it live, if you will? Sure. So Google Tag Manager, first of all, it's totally free. So everything we're talking about today is something you can just go Google, Google Tag Manager. Um, you can log in with your normal Google account and, and start getting that set up. But once you get your account set up, they'll give you a, a tag, just like if you were doing Facebook and you go get your Facebook pixel, they'll give you this little snippet of code. And that's the snippet of code that you just make a habit. Anytime you make a page, that tag needs to be on there, like no matter what. So for example, on WordPress, you would just put this someplace so that it goes on all the pages of your site, Mm -hmm. just like you would with the Facebook tag. When you make a new lead page, for example, you'd put that in the tracking section there. Um, when you were doing click funnels, you'd just go to the funnel level and say, hey, put this on all the pages in my funnel. It's just the same tag and you use it over and over again, which is what makes it simpler to manage because you just have this one thing. Okay, and so when that tag or pixel fires, it's firing. So how does it know? So w- let's, I'm trying to, because I am not a techie person, but... <laughs> So when we're firing between the Google Tag Manager tag and then it's hitting the pixels that are in that you've set up within Google Tag Manager, how does it know which one it's talking to? Okay, so Google Tag Manager is kind of like um, just like a picture, like a really smart traffic cop or something like like you don't need to know all the things that that go on. You put Google Tag Manager on the page when that page loads. It calls out to Google Tag Manager and Google then kind of looks through the rules and tags that you've set up and says, all right, I need to get Google Analytics on this page. I need to get the Facebook pixel on this page and we're done. And it does it. And uh, for example, on a, on a different type of page, like a, a, a confirmation page, say somebody signs up for your mailing list and they land on that second page, then Google Tag Manager, because of some rules, and we can get into this a little bit, but you set up some rules in Google Tag Manager, and on that page, the page loads. Google Tag Manager calls out to to calls home basically and says, "All right, what do I need to put on this page?" It says, "All right, we got Google Analytics on this page. We got the Facebook Audience Pixel on this page. Oh, and we also have a Facebook Lead Event on this page." Mm. And so, essentially, you put that one Google Tag Manager tag everywhere, and then within Google Tag Manager, you're able to set up some rules. And kind of put the brains of the operation there and centralize it amongst everything. Okay, because so this is where we're going to be losing people, <laughs> where, <laughs> where it gets a little bit more, more advanced. Now, talk a little bit more about those rules. And so what exactly are you setting up in there? Because one of the questions I did have, and I don't know if you're going to answer it with this answer here, is if we have the Facebook pixel within Google Tag Manager, how are we... It makes sense very easily to be able to build you know, a retargeting audience because it's just that base pixel. But then how are we tracking conversions as well? So let's start with those rules first. Okay. The, there's a, we'll start with a super, just the super simplest one. And the simplest types of rules you can set up 
they're actually called triggers. So if you log into Google Tag Manager, um, there's a section called triggers, and you that's where you would set up the and the triggers are what cause tags to fire. So you um, the simplest way to set those up is just URL based ones. So you'd say like, oh, uh, one of the triggers could be RickMolready.com totally making this up mm-hmm. slash thank you maybe that's like where people go when they sign up for your sure. something um and when that fires google tag manager would say oh that's one of my triggers what do i do when that trigger happens and you'd say oh well you fire the facebook lead event so that's the the simplest way to so to do it. how does it know to so you're using the url so i get that and obviously, I've never used Google Tag Manager before. I've heard a lot about it. I know a lot of people use it. But as you can see from my questions here, I've not <laughs> used it myself. So I'm, I'm trying to understand it too as we, as we discuss through this, which I think is a lot of fun. Um, how does it know if you, wanted, if you want to measure the lead on that sort of thank you page, if you will, and, and the Google Tag Manager is looking for that, what is it looking for? Because within, I'm assuming, within Google Tag Manager, you only have the, you just have the base Facebook pixel, or are you adding in standard events and, and so forth in there as well? So this is the part that I really love that I think makes it a little bit simpler for me, um, <laughs> even though it's probably not going to sound simple when I explain it. <laughs> okay. But um, it does make it simpler. So I have a, a tag in there. That's the Facebook audience pixel. It's just the base pixel. Yep. And that and then the trigger for that is just all pages. So any page that ever loads, fire that pixel. Um, then I have a second one that's just that's the Facebook lead event. And it's not the entire Facebook pixel. It's like if you just took out the uh, the one or two lines from the Facebook code where it's saying trigger the lead event. Um, and that's a separate tag. So now I've got two tags to fire that lead thing. And then what Google Tag Manager allows you to do is say like, okay, when, when it's time to fire that lead event, it, you have to make sure that before you fire the lead event, fire the Facebook audience pixel code. So you can actually put things in sequence oh, there. Okay. So you don't have to repeat a bunch of code. Um, so that's like one of my rules whenever I set up the Facebook tracking. I always say, do not fire this until you fire that base Facebook audience pixel first. Interesting. Okay. So I, I can really see where, like once you kind of get the hang of it, setting that sort of thing up would be really intuitive and kind of like, okay, this is the first step, then this needs to happen, then this needs to happen. Yes, exactly. Got it. Okay. How does it work with um, custom conversions? Where, you know, yeah, you need, the, you need the base pixel on the page, but you're not using any kind of standard event code. Sure. With customs conversions, I just I I use one or the other. So right. if you're if you're going the custom conversions route, then don't even worry about this stuff. Um, there are well, I love custom conversions and I use them for uh some of, for a lot of different things. I I, ch- I tend to use the I find some limitations with the custom conversions that I can get around if I actually use the real event code. Mm-hmm. So one of those would be. The custom conversions, you can't edit them after you create right. them, which can be sometimes painful. <laughs> well, you can edit the name, but you can't edit like the meat of the, uh, right, of right. the rule. Yeah. yeah. Right. So if you change your thank you page, then it's like, oops, like, right. they're one of my custom conversion. It's gone. Like, right. You got to make a new one and kind of start over with that. Yeah. Um, and this, this is a, 
I see this as a problem sometimes with things like, especially like click funnels, because they make it so easy. They're like, hey, why don't you split test this? You know, let's try a new thank you page. And you're all, okay, I'll try it. Right. And then you've broken your custom conversion. So, um, as long as you know that going in, that like, hey, I'm using a custom conversion, do not change these URLs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, then you're totally fine. Um, I find it a little bit more flexible for me managing some of these larger clients with, with kind of lots of different types of pages and lots of different pages to just go, hey, we're not using custom conversions. We're doing everything in code and I'm doing it all through Google Tag Manager. And then whether it's ClickFunnels lead pages or one or two of their different sites, mm-hmm. I've got kind of the brains of this operation all centralized. So if you're just using if you're just doing Facebook ads and you're, you know, you're doing, you're, you're using the Facebook pixel, you're doing custom conversions. Maybe you are doing standard events as well to track conversions. If you're just doing Facebook ads, do you think you need to do Google tag manager? Generally speaking, no, Okay. but it kind of depends on how I would, I would, I guess I would say how many different offers you have and how often you're changing those offers is kind of the, the part where it's like, okay, is this starting to get painful where you're having to go back and and look? For example, one of the things that I use is I use custom audiences that are event-based. Okay. So I'll have a custom audience of people who fired a lead event for a particular category or something. Sure. Because these are people with multiple different types of lead magnets. And so we kind of categorize people based on which which kind of thing they're signing up for. And so that can get a little painful because we'll put up a new lead event or we'll put up a new lead magnet and I'll have to go look up and be like, which category, like what's the exact string that I used in that event last time so that I can reuse it here? Yeah. And I don't want to mess that stuff up. So that's kind of the scenario for me where it's like, okay, this is painful and I don't want to make any mistakes um, when I'm repeating these events. Um, but for for most people, I would say, most people have pretty simple funnels and uh, probably out of the like 10 people I'm working with right now, only I guess probably two or three I'm actually using Google Tag Manager with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would be totally, totally underwater on those three if I didn't do that. Be- because so. you're using multiple platforms in addition, you're like Facebook and, and YouTube and so forth. Is that right? That's absolutely a must. Once we start getting into things like, like uh, Google remarketing and yeah. use perfect audience too. And Google Analytics has to go on those pages. That's absolutely one of my triggers where it's like, okay, we're obviously using Google Tag Manager here. Some of the other ones that are just purely Facebook, I start getting into it when it's just um, when there's lots of different lead magnets or um, or lots of different like webinars rolling out. And I just want to make it simpler to keep repeating the exact same thing. Mm, okay. Okay. What's sort of the threshold that like if somebody's listening to this and being like, oh, maybe you know, maybe this might be right for me because I do have a lot of offers. I am doing a lot of webinars and so forth. Is there sort of a, a threshold that you hit? And then when you start to think, you know what, maybe I, I might want to, it might be better, uh, more efficient to set this up in Google Tag Manager. It's not a number threshold. It's a uh, more like a pain threshold. So, <laughs> okay. so if you're setting, if you're going to your page and you've been running ads for like a week and you're like, why am I not getting conversions? And then you find out that it's because you forgot to put the tag on there. Yeah. Or you're like in Google Analytics, look trying to look at a report or something. And you're like, oh, I don't have Google Analytics on any of these pages. That's kind of the pain threshold when you start finding that you're dropping balls. And the other one is 
when you're just going back to look things, look the same thing up over and over, you're like, oh, like, what did I put in that event last time? I want to make sure it's the same. Uh, like, oh, I'm doing another webinar. I need to make sure the page is tagged the same way as it was last time. And you're going and you're digging for that page. That's the other kind of threshold is when you're looking, when you keep re-looking up the same thing. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Well, how did you, you know, this was new for you when you started using it. How did you teach yourself how to, <laughs> how to use it? Yeah. Uh, the concept is, is relatively simple, but you, once you log in, you'll, it's, they make it, they quickly overwhelm you with, with words like triggers and variables and, and, uh, and the DOM where you can like put extra data and all this, this new stuff. So it can certainly be overwhelming. And the other thing is there's lots of like kind of little gotchas along the way where it's like they don't, for example, you just kind of have to learn through experience that they don't have a good way of organizing your tags for you. So you have to come up with a naming convention yourself or you're going to be really sorry later when you log in and you're like, what is all this stuff? Okay. okay. So um, a lot of it I learned the hard way. And the other thing is, um, do you know who, I don't know if you know Chris Mercer from, I think it's Serious, Seriously Simple Marketing or something. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look that up and, and send you the link. Okay. He's like a Google, uh, Google Analytics, Google Tag Manager genius. And he teaches people how to do all this stuff. Um, he's here in Austin, so so I've met him a few times, and he's the guy who I I talked to, and I was like, Chris, I'm so confused about how this stuff fits together. And in a five minute conversation, he had me so dialed in that I could just I took things in like 10x my productivity. So really, I, yeah, he's he really knows his stuff. If okay. it comes, you want to know Google Analytics or you want to know Google Tag Manager? Look up Chris Mercer. Well, this is you know it's a conversation that needs to be had more and and I honestly I want to cover it more on the show here because it is such an important topic you know how the, because the more we get into pixels obviously this is where facebook has 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 gone and this quote unquote new base facebook pixel is really we're calling it the base pixel because it really is the base of all their ad products that are coming out and so we are just, when it comes to paid traffic and online advertising here, it's all about the pixel. And so the more pixels that we're starting to use here, as you're talking about, you know, there's a pixel for everything. You know, if, if there's a system that we can be using to, to make this more efficient, make this easier and to start to organize everything like Google Tag Manager, I think that this is a conversation that we need to continue having. Absolutely. And I think your podcast is the perfect kind of platform for that because you do, well, this really helps with Facebook specifically, and we've been talking about that a lot because a lot of the people listening are are Facebook primarily working in that platform. Yeah, but you have a lot of great episodes of of other platforms and what people are doing with paid traffic in all kinds of areas. And you're right; they all rely on that pixel yeah. and a really great strategy. You know how well remarketing works on Facebook. Imagine how well it works when you're able to remarket cross platform. And you're able to throw in YouTube ads. So they saw your offer, but now they're seeing you on YouTube. And oh, now we've got display ads in there too. So they're seeing you on other websites and they're just like, Rick, leave me alone. But to to manage all this stuff as it starts to grow, it is really effective. Some simple strategies, but it can become very painful very quickly when you have to put four or five pixels on every page that you make and yeah. not mess that up. And not to mention that, that that could that could be slowing down the performance of your of your page and your site when you have all that additional code on there. Um, you know, that doesn't help with the 
the page speed, the page speed is going to affect your SEO and, and all that other stuff. So um, yeah, there's a lot at stake when you start talking about multiple pixels on your page. Um, and, and, and Deacon, I'm really glad that you brought up the fact that like what you just described there and what we've talked about several times here on the show is really the holy grail of paid traffic is when you're able to create sort of this this um, I want I don't want to use the word web because it sounds sort of creepy, but sort of this ecosystem of retargeting people so that you're reaching them at the right place or in the right place at the right time, regardless of what platform that they're on. So if they're on Facebook and they're engaging with your content, maybe you reach them over on uh, YouTube or your or your you know Google uh, um, Display Network retargeting, you know that sort of thing. And um, that's really when we when you get to use these different platforms to create a really smart and effective online advertising strategy and paid traffic strategy. That's where it really gets to get. That's really that's really where it gets fun. But you've got to be able to, as we're talking about here, manage all the all the pixel tracking and all that stuff. And Google Tag Manager sounds like it's a great solution for that. Absolutely. Cool, cool. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna link. I'm gonna look for Chris's uh, link. I might actually reach out to him to talk to him to maybe have him on the show here as well. But I'll be sure and link up um, the content that you checked out when you're getting to know um, Google Tag Manager here. I'll be sure and link up Google Tag Manager. But uh, Deacon, where can people connect with you and learn more about what you are doing in the uh, in the business and possibly if they want to be working with you? So my business website is funnelowl.com. That's the easiest place to find me. Okay. And uh, also on Facebook, just at uh, as just look for Deacon Bradley, and I'm I'm on there as well. Awesome. I'll be sure and link those up in the show notes for today's episode as well. Deacon, thank you so much for coming on and covering this uh, this pretty advanced topic. Here it can get a little bit complicated, but I think you've really explained it uh, really really well. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Hope you got a lot out of this one with Deacon today. If you're a beginner with paid traffic, like I mentioned at the top of this episode, maybe you're not quite ready in your business. Maybe you're not quite at a point where you need something like Google Tag Manager. Definitely bookmark this episode so you can come back to it at a later time because it'll be really helpful for you down the road when you are ready for a resource like this in your business. All right, my friends, that is all for today's episode. Got a lot of great stuff coming your way in the next episodes. So until then, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode because it will be helpful for you down the road and maybe you can come down. All right. I hope you got a lot. (laughs) Why am I laughing? Really appreciate you hanging out with me for a little bit today. This is episode number 97 and we're going to be talking about, we're actually going to be geeking out a bit. On a bore, on a bore, on a bit more. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.